Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast. I am one of your hosts, Laura Sturm. And I'm Josh Rohr. Welcome to episode 83. So I figured we'd start with a quick Arnold rundown of how everybody did. Uh, we just got back from the Arnold. Um, it was uh, it was good. It was really good. Um, we had we had nine lifters compete. Um, I, I made a social media graphic today with some of the stats, but we had nine lifters compete. All nine, uh, we had nine medals that we got from there. Um, we had uh, let's see. I actually made the graphic wrong. I also realized, um, but uh, I, I put that we we had 17 successful American record attempts out of 22, um, but we actually had 18 out of 23. I Ooh. forgot about I forgot about one. Um, so oh, that was super awesome. Um, but uh, just running down the list real quick, um, Gretchen, um, she went over three in the bench, um, so bombed out, but locked out an American record three times and her goal was just to go in and try to try to hit it. Um, and there's just downward motion on all three. So, um, I, there's one, I think her third attempt or maybe her second, I thought was, was pretty good. Um, went to the jury and they're like, nah, we, we're not going to return it. Um, but that's, that's Man. the, yeah, I know it, it kind of sucks, but, um, I think, I, I think, that it was still a good experience for her. And I think it's going to, you know, kind of help, um, you know, kind of motivate her a little bit to, to work on those little details, you know? Um, so anyway, or burn her shirts or, <laughs> or burn her shirts. One of the two. Um, yeah. yeah. I think Amy, uh, Amy, uh, mentioned something like that too, at one point this weekend, <laughs> but, um, but no, anyway, uh, so then in session two on Friday, um, Alicia Webb and Joe house lifted and Lee, uh, went nine for nine, hit all meet PRs. And, um, Dang. the only, the, yeah, the only a- attempt for her that was not an American record was her opening deadlift. Um, but she ended up, uh, breaking all four American records for the M twos. And she actually broke the M one squat and total record. So as an M2B lifter. So that was pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Um, and here's the, here's the bigger kicker. She came in second. Wow. Yeah. Um, so this is not by weight class. It's it's done by overall dots because it's part of the pro series now. Right. So she's competing against all other M2s. Um, but so she had, so I looked, I looked this up the, uh, the all time, for USA powerlifting um, dot scores, I think Lee is third, uh, and the uh, the girl that beat her is second all time. Um, the only one that's above them is as Susie Hartwig Gary um, from back in like twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen or something like that. But basically, so Patricia Johnson was the the lifter we were going head to head with, and. Uh, she had to basically hit like a, let's see, a, it was a 21 and a half kilo total PR uh, for her to beat Lee by 0.5 dots. Um, wow. 
So it was, uh, she had to have, and I knew, I knew about this, this lady. And, um, I just, I just figured she'd slip up a little bit somewhere if we just made all of our lifts and, uh, she did not. So she pulled a big, uh, 241.5 American record deadlift at the end to, to beat us by 0.5 dots. So, uh, wow. Hats off to her. Like she brought it and, you know, we, uh, we got second. So, uh, that's, uh, you know, and, and that's the interesting thing too. Like, you know, Lee's been to, to worlds multiple times, um, has won best lifter at worlds multiple times. And then, you know, here we are as an M2 to, to have competition like this in the M2s is just, is crazy. And, and to think about it, that she also broke the M1, uh, total record as an M2 is just, uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I don't know. Um, but it was, it was a really awesome meet. Um, she did really, really good. I think she, she had some left, um, in her squat and bench specifically. And, um, you know, if we had it to do over again, yeah, I would, I would have given her a little bit more in squat and bench, um, you know, and, and tried to, you know, pull out the win there, but, you know, didn't, didn't think that, uh, Patricia was going to quite have the day she did, but, you know, credit to her, she did. So that's, uh, that's what happened. Um, and then uh, Joe House, uh, he lifted in that session as well. Um, he got first place in the M4s, so he won a check for, for 250 bucks. Um, he went nine for nine. He had an American record bench press on his third attempt, and then he also had an American record deadlift on his third attempt. And the crazy part was him and another uh, him and another lifter both had turned in the same American record attempts for their third attempts. Um, and the other guy got it. So by rule, we had to go up another 0.5 kilos. And we, so we went up and, and broke it again. So, uh, you know, the, the other guy had it for about 35 seconds, but, oh. but, but I guess the, the silver lining there is, is he was an M4B. So mm-hmm. even though Joe broke the M4A record, uh, he's still going to get credit. The other guy with the M, M4B. So, uh, right. uh, so everybody got something there. Right. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. So session three on Friday, Stacy Metcalf, um, she got third in the M2s. She went nine for nine, um, tied her PR squat, hit a two and a half kilo PR bench and a two and a half kilo PR deadlift for a five kilo PR total. Um, nice. Katie Dodge got first in the M1s. So she got a check also. Uh, and she actually um, stood up with the American record squat, but it got turned down two to one. Um, so that, uh, you know, I think, and, and it was strong too. Like, it, it's kind of weird. Cause she, she actually missed her, um, second attempt and looking at the scoreboard, I'm like, well, we should have the meat locked up as long as she, you know, gets a bench and a deadlift. So we went up anyway, like she got to the bottom of her second and just couldn't move. Um, so, you know, I got a little angry with her and went up anyway and said, don't, don't go get this uh she went down and came up strong and was just a little bit high so unfortunately it didn't count but um but yeah it was good good day overall um amy pancake she uh she hit an american record squad on her third attempt and also won the m2s so she got a check as well um had a pretty good day chris elmore um he had a little bit of an off day um his second and third squat got called for depth um, so he, uh, he finished third overall. Um, we took a big swing 
on his third attempt deadlift um, to try to move into second. Um, and it was something that was pretty much out of our range, but it wasn't impossible. So I put it on, um, but you know, it didn't go. Um, so anyway, but uh, you know, he, he definitely, he stood up strong with both of his squats, just, you know, a little bit high on depth. Um, James Vang, he lifted in the grand prix. Um, he had a, a hell of a day. Um, he went eight for nine, only missing his third pull. And his third pull was, uh, uh, let's see, what was it? 277.5, I think, um, which would, would break Doc's American record deadlift. Um, and he was trying to, with that deadlift, um, move ahead of Dan Austin and the all-time rankings for the 148 weight class total. Um, so uh, he's right there, like chasing history, basically right now in the 148 class. So uh, wow. he's he's closing in. Um, pretty pretty crazy. Um, uh, Allison Garden lifted on Sunday. She went um, once you she went six for nine. She missed her third attempt squat and third deadlift and missed her opening bench. So no, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. She missed her third bench and deadlift. Missed her uh, opening squat on depth. So uh, she had a pretty solid day, um, hit a PR deadlift and I believe a PR total as well. Um, and then the squat challenge on Sunday, something you're all too familiar with, uh, Amy pancake, um, lifted again and she got six reps. She technically did nine, uh, but they only counted six cause she didn't get quite low enough, um, on, on a few of them. So she ended up winning, uh, the women's overall, uh, with six reps. So she brought home a second check. So uh, nice. she's, got, she's got two giant checks somewhere at home now literally giant checks so yeah. cool yeah well and i watched the video and she really grinded the last couple out so that's that's nice because that kind of tells you that yeah now that she's felt that and had to really grind one out like that oh yeah. man because your legs and your lungs are burning and that, that was sweet to see yep very nice very nice i like it all right. Where are we at? Are we on movies? We're on movie soundtracks. All right. So the best movie soundtracks ever. And I guess I need to click on this little link that you gave me well, to go so, over to that. So I'll start. Uh, so we're on number four this week. Um, Amber Riley's number four is Requiem for a Dream, if I can talk. Uh, and her argument for it is that the bass track for every 2000s movie ever uh, the chord progression is used in tons of movies after this one came out. So uh, I don't know that movie, but I guess I probably know the soundtrack or the chord progression she's talking about because um, it sounds like it's pretty popular. I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. Hmm. All right. So Don Dotson had The Bodyguard. She says, Whitney Houston, enough said. Agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, in my research, I was looking at soundtracks and um, I did notice that this this is the number one top selling by far soundtrack of all time. Is it really? It is. Wow. So. That's crazy. Uh, Justin Little had Gladiator. Epic Hans Zimmer scores to enthrall the viewer into the film. Draws you to the edge of your seat. Uh yeah, I, it's been a long time since I've seen Gladiator. I'm trying to remember the music, um, but seems like I can't argue that. Yeah, I just remember Russell Crowe. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. 
Um, Amy Hutchinson had Romeo and Juliet. I don't, I'm not familiar with that one either. It just screams teenage, she says, and who doesn't want to be put in that mood again? Oh, <laughs> me. I don't. Ooh, no. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. All right. Stacy Metcalf had Friday. Great movie and is a collection of many, many 90s hip hop artists slash actors were also artists on this track soundtrack. So mm, good, um, good find. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good find. That, that wouldn't be one that, that would stand out to me, I guess, but that's a good find. Yeah. Well, and Amy Pancake had Almost Famous, which I was like, oh man, that's a really good one. Um, the Who, Elton John and David Bowie all in one album. And, you know, everyone knows that scene from Almost Famous where they're singing Tiny Dancer. And yeah. I just get a lump in my throat. I just love that movie. Yeah. Good find. Good find. Uh, oh, oh, I'm wow. going to yawn on the podcast here. Um, Keeping you awake. Siraj Saeed says Interstellar, amazing score. Don't I don't. I watched that movie and I don't remember anything about the movie soundtrack. So that's usually one thing that like mine reminds me or like makes me reminisce about the movie is the soundtrack. And I, mm. I don't know. I might have to. I might have to argue that one. Uh, I've only seen it once. It's a fairly new movie. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. No, 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 no. It's either Matthew McConaughey or um, what's the other dude? Matt Damon. I can't remember which one of them. I think it's Matthew McConaughey was in that one. Um, Couldn't tell you. But, yeah. E either one, whoever, whichever guy it was. Uh, I, I don't remember the. I said, I would remember which guy it was if the soundtrack was good. Of course you would. Yes. Uh, Chris Peterson had Forrest Gump, which almost made my list as well. I looked at that. Um, so he was saying this movie, while being a top 10 of all time movie, has a wonderful blend of music that showcases the unique story of Forrest. Um, yeah. And I, I do remember that soundtrack and it has a lot of like uh, credence and 60s and going into the 70s, um, you know, like good stuff in that yeah nice yeah it's yeah it's a, it's a great one uh cameron barillo says black panther no explanation just black panther um i also don't remember the soundtrack of that too much so i'm not sure i can't either zero he was dropping the mic it's like that's it black panther yeah. Yeah. uh jim battenfield had batman forever and he said the soundtrack is actually 10 times better than the movie. I got nothing. I can't remember that, that soundtrack whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I All the Batman remember. movies kind of blend too, like so many. And now there's a new one. Yeah. They're, uh, they're coming out with, there's, they're doing a lot of Batmans, which I love. I love all the Batman so far. So I'm not going to argue with it. Um, Josh Rohr has back to the future uh huey lewis right that's all i'm gonna and say classic that. 80s yeah classic 80s huey lewis i approve yeah thank you uh daria had a star is born and she said my only argument is it's lady gaga she's the most talented multi-dimensional music musician of our time um funny when she said a star is born, I wasn't thinking of the Lady Gaga, like the version. Yeah, I was thinking it's an older movie. But gotcha. hey, 
as Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. And what's yours? Um, so Laura Sturm, that's me. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1. Got to clarify yeah. Volume 1. Um, yes, and agreed. And this is my, I think, my only soundtrack that made it out of the 80s. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though technically a lot of the mo- the music from the movies is more from 70s. Yeah. But great album. Yeah. Can can we just say Uga Chaka? Uga Chaka. I mean, everyone knows that song. Hook on a feeling. Exactly. I mean, you just it's like my karaoke song. If I was ever gonna do karaoke, that'd be that song. Yeah. Yes. I can see it. It's a great album. Yeah. Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. Now we can move back to the other things that we're gonna talk about. I could find that document. Just keep going. <laughs> well, all right. So we'll move on to the powerlifting situation. <laughs> all right. Powerlifting situation. Your second squat gets turned down two to one. You want to go to the jury to protest the lift, but you also know that you only have 60 seconds to turn in your next attempt. The jury table is in the opposite direction of the scoring table. And if you go to the jury, you'll likely miss that 60 second window. Oh, crap. What do you do? Yeah. I think. This this situation came up at the Arnold, um, and I think in general, nine times out of ten, if you miss, like the smart play is to repeat. And by rule, if you don't go to the score table within sixty seconds, they automatically repeat the number you missed. Or if the lift was good, then you automatically move you up two and a half. So if my plan is to repeat anyway if it's a miss, then I don't even have to worry about going to the score table, just go straight to the jury. And if you don't get there in time, then you turn in the same number. Um, and that's, you know, that's what you're planning to do anyway. Um, now if you're going to gamble and you want to go up after a miss, then, uh, you do have to get there within that 60 seconds. So, you know, you can do, you know, one of two things you can have, if you have somebody helping you like an assistant or something like that, you can send them to the score table, um, with the number or, uh, what I did. Um, so th- this actually happened to us, um, with Chris, uh, we went to protest it, but I always keep a couple extra score, uh, attempt slips in my pocket and I have, you know, basically have it filled out, ready to go. So I just wrote the number down real quick and handed it to somebody to turn in as I went to the, to the jury. Um, so, you know, so it was, uh, when I say I handed it to somebody, somebody that was helping us, it wasn't a random person. <laughs> hey, you um, guy in the crowd. Yeah. But, but even so like having that ready like that, um, you know, I would have had time to run to drop it off at the score table real quick and then go to the jury right away. Cause you, you really want to get to the jury as quick as you can, um, while it's fresh in their mind, because the further away you get from that, the less likely they are to overturn it because they're just going to forget you know, what they, mm-hmm. what they saw, especially if another lifter is, is, go, is on their way out or lifting, they're now paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I think it's just, you know, having, having, and being, having things ready and being prepared for any situations that could come up like that, um, you know, I think is, is pretty much the, the, the answer there. Um, but, you know, you know, if, if it was where you had, you literally had to choose one over the other, um, then, you know, I would, I would probably go to the jury and go conservative and repeat the missed attempt. 
if you need to go, if, if for sure you have to go up for whatever reason, um, then, you know, the missed second attempt probably isn't that important anyway, if you're going up for a third, you know, if you're, cause if, if you're going up for your third, that means you're pretty confident you're going to make a third. Um, otherwise you're just being an idiot. Um, so, um, that's, uh, that's my thought there. So don't be an idiot. Go to the jury too. Yeah. I would agree. But I, I love these powerlifting situations because they seem so oddly specific, but yet. So it always does make me wonder, this is something that just happened. So I, I like hearing the story of how, yes, this actually happened. Yeah. So this one did actually, you know, just happened too. Yeah. yeah. And it's happened. It happened to multiple people at the meet and uh, there's, there's, you know, been some comments. If you look at the, in the Instagram comments where people are, you know, asking, you know, this happened, what should I have done? And, you know, nobody can answer that for you. I mean, it's just, these are the, the rules of how it works and, you know, the nuances. So like the, if you're repeating, if you're repeating the same weight anyway, then going to the score table doesn't matter. Um, right. You know, but some people don't know that rule. So they think if they don't go, they don't get a third attempt and that's not how it works. Right. So, so, so another little rule nuance to be familiar with. Yep. For sure. And, and one thing that, one of the questions that was asked too about it was, well, let's say you turned in the same weight. Um, let's say you actually went to the score table, turned in the same weight, and then they overturn it. Do you get to turn in another third attempt? And the answer oh. is yeah. the answer is yes, because that obviously changes the whole scenario. Right. Um, so, um, you know, oh. anyway. That's interesting. Well, and because by rule, you can't, you know, if they make that, if you turn in the same weight and now that weight was good, like you can't attempt a weight you've already successfully completed. Like, right. so. And why so would you, you? Yeah. Right. So. It's not that much fun. Yep. Oh, True. Good to know. Yep. <laughs> cool. Well, that's all we have for tonight. Today. I don't know what time of day it is. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm still dragging from the Arnold, man. Like I'm, I'm really, I'm really dragging. Well, I mean, that's a whole long weekend of just, you know, coaching and yelling and being all hyped up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, I was, uh, I was hyped up on some caffeine. I even, I even bummed a few ammonia caps from a few people. (laughs) Just Um, for the, for the uh, warmups. Yeah, no, I just, I used them to get out of bed the next morning. Oh my gosh, really? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Like you're hardcore, man. No. It, it crossed my mind, but I, I did not. So anyway, nice. all, right. all right, well, go, go do an ammonia cap that you borrowed and, and we'll talk to you all next week. What, it, what are the uh, extra little things that you want to tell people? Um, uh, follow us. Oh yeah. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at PL ballads podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, shoot us an email, PL ballads podcast at gmail.com. Um, and I think that is going to do it. Oh, uh, I guess a little self plug here. Um, if you are not aware, we do have a training app you can subscribe to. So if you're looking for a budget friendly way of getting quality programming, um, that would be a good avenue to, to look into. Um, you can find the link on our website, teamroar.com. Also in our Instagram, uh, highlights, you can check that out. And we are also, if you're interested in customized coaching um daria who was on with us last week is our newest coach and she is actively taking clients right now so if you want to jump on board with that before 
before she gets booked up, uh, now would be the time to do that. So you can also find information about that at teamroar.com and also link in our Instagram bio. So that should be all the little extras. Uh, let's get out of here later. All right. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.